Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today... I'm going to be sharing the one tool that I use when I feel really stressed out about money. I may be a money coach, but I still get stressed about money. I still have my moments. I still have moments where I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) And I think that's partly due to the fact that I, you know, for 10 years of my life, I left school and I had this job where it was a stable income. Someone else was paying my wages. And yes, I had to turn up and I had to do a good job, of course, but my bills were always being paid. And now I'm a business owner. I run my own business and I'm not really responsible for any team members except myself, but paying your own bills, paying your own wages is really scary. Um, And not that that's the only reason why I would be stressed about money, but like for me, in my case, that sort of, I guess, has a bigger impact. And I guess because of that, I feel like I right now am not where I want to be financially. And I don't mean that in the way of I feel behind, I feel like I should be further ahead, I feel like I should have more money. I just mean in general, I'm not at where I want to be. I'm grateful for where for where I'm at. I appreciate that running a business and personal finances are not or do not have a linear trajectory. Personal finance does not have a linear trajectory. So I'm not just going to make a little bit more, save a little bit more and invest a little bit more every single month and year on year. That's not really how it works. I think we get taught in school, in movies, in the media, that that's how it is. The older you are, the more money you have because you just climb the ladder. And that might have been the case for our parents and our grandparents who would go and get one job and they would work in the same job, in the same business for like 20, 30 years. And every single year they're, you know, getting pay rises or they're getting promotions and naturally just work their way up. But the way of the world is so different now. Like, You can have any job. You can make up your own job. You can run your own business. You can run your life literally how you want. And for me, I went from having this salary job that I guess you could say it was safe because, you know, it was a court bigger than me. I was an employee and they really looked after me. It was, yeah, I guess it was was safer, should I say, than being an entrepreneur and trying to run your own business. And I quit. I quit. I left my, you know, my salary. I took a massive pay cut to run my own business because I wanted to be able to reinvest loads of money back into the business. So reinvest the money back into the business to some of the things that I invested in were a business coach. I joined a mastermind because I really understood the value of spending money on people who had done it before me and who could give me good advice and who could coach me and mentor me and, you know, do all of those things. So I did that. I reinvested into, you know, different, um, 
into to people who could do things for me, you know, like graphic design or design me a logo or help me out with some VA stuff or like the person that edits my podcast, you know, things like that. Um, systems, putting money into systems to make my life easier. So all of these things I have no regrets about at all. But naturally, it's like that fear of like, I have business bills to pay and I have personal bills to pay every single month. And the only person bringing in the money is me. So anyway, enough about that. And let's actually get onto the part where I talk about what I do when I have those moments, those moments where I am freaking out and I'm going, what on earth have I done? What on earth am I doing? What on earth am I trying to do? Now, obviously, the ideal scenario really is to be able to calm your nervous system. And what I like to do when I'm having one of those moments is I stop I look in the mirror and I shout at myself, you're a fucking money-making queen. No, I'm joking. I don't actually do that. (laughs) Um, Even though that's the truth, because I am. But I will take a moment to stop whatever I'm doing, especially if it's happening to me in the middle of the day. Obviously, if it's happening in the middle of the night, I'm not doing anything. But I will just place my hand on my heart and just really calm down my breathing, usually some box breathing, which is like four in, four hold, four out, four hold. So you like breathe in and hold and breathe out and hold for as long as you're doing it each cycle. And just really calming down my breath. And the most important thing is, is the power of thought is insane. A thought that we have can literally create a physical response in our body. So the example of this and the power of thought is if I said to you, okay, I just want you to take a moment to close your eyes. Obviously, if you're driving or walking, you probably can't do this, but you can just listen to my voice. And I want you to imagine a lemon, a really juicy, juicy, juicy lemon. Imagine you pick it up, give it a little squeeze. You roll it, you know, like you like roll it on the countertop and you can feel like to get all the juices going. And you are, you get a knife and you cut into the lemon And you give it a big sniff and you can smell it and it's all citrusy and tangy. And then you get your tongue out and you give the lemon a big fat lick. You just lick the whole lemon. Now, it's happening to me literally as I speak. Just the thought and the imagination of that lemon creates a physical response in your body, right? Did anybody else's mouth start like salivating, start watering, start, you know, your taste buds start going, oh, lemon, tangy, like we know what we need to do here. That is the power of thought. Thought and the way that we think about things and the situation can quite literally create a physiological response in our body. So when our heart heart rate starts going and when we start freaking out and thought spiraling, those thoughts are causing us to panic in the moment. And that is why calming down your breath, tapping into the present moment and just getting really calm in that moment and reminding yourself you're safe in that very moment is so important because we want to regulate our nervous system. And then that allows us to tap into the thought and figure out what thought is it that's creating this panic and worry and stress and what is it I need to be thinking right now. And I like to ask myself the question, what is one thing that I can control right now? And I think sometimes we feel like the answer has to be all these big, crazy, 
exciting or overwhelming things, right? If we're stressing about money, we're like, oh my God, I need to get a pay rise right now. Oh my God, I need to like cut back on all of my spending ever. Oh my God, I need to move. Oh my God, I need to, or like, I need to win the lottery or I need to get, you know, I don't know, all of the things. And we think about all the different ways that we need to call in and make more money. Now, yes, those things are helpful in time, but we really just want to tap into in that moment, what is it that is in my control right in this very moment and making it a small and achievable step that we can take that not only gives us some control and highlights to ourselves and our thoughts what we are capable of controlling in that moment, but it's going to make us just feel better in general because it means we can actually take some action. When the thing that we're trying to achieve is too big and scary, we end up taking no action at all. We end up just getting overwhelmed by the big thing that we need to do that we end up not even doing it because it's not possible in just one task. It's like getting fit, right? If you are trying to get fit, sometimes the thought of losing loads of weight or growing a bum or getting really toned feels really overwhelming because we're like, that's going to take months and I have to do this, this, this. So all of the things. So you ask yourself, what is the one thing I could do right now? And in this scenario, it'd be like, put my shoes on and go for a run or get out a yoga mat at home and put a YouTube video on. It's looking at what is that one step, that one thing that I can control right now that's going to help take me one step closer to what it is that I'm trying to achieve. So in the context of finances, asking yourself, what is one thing I can control right now? The answer would be looking at the way that you're managing your money. Have you got a budget? Have you reflected on the way that you're spending? And it's not just about cutting back on your spending. It's about becoming conscious of your spending and making choices that are going to align with what it is that you're trying to create. If part of your overwhelm and stress is like, I don't know if I'm spending too much. I don't know if I'm, I have enough money for my bills. I don't really know what I'm doing with my money. Checking in with your personal spending is going to be so important because that is a part that you can control. Obviously, outside of bills, right? The bills, we have to pay them. They're just part of adult life and that's okay. But outside of that, just your general monthly spending, it's really, really about getting in uh, in connection with and in control of that spending and really just understanding what is it that I can do right now that is going to make a difference. So in the context of personal finance, it would be like going, right, right now I feel really stressed and overwhelmed about money. So once you have taken a moment, taking taken a moment to calm down your breathing, really just settled into the safety of the present moment and really grounding yourself, you can then go, what is one thing I can control? Now, if you're stressing about money, you want to ask yourself, have I created a budget? And within that budget, have I checked into the budget and am I on track? Now, at some point of that journey, your answer might be no. So is it that you haven't even created a budget? And you don't even know where your money's going at all because that is absolutely the place to start. Or is it, yeah, I created a budget, but I don't know if I'm sticking to it. Okay, let's go back for your spending and see where you're at in the month. Where have you, have you, are you in budget? Are you outside of budget? What is I need to do? 
Or if you are like, yeah, 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 I am on track. Okay, what is the, what what is the what is the fear there? What is the overwhelm? If you are sat in the moment saying, yeah, I've created a budget, I've ch- I check in with the budget, and I'm on track. What else is it that is stressing me out? What is the source of my panic right now? Is it about my financial future? Is it about like the worry around retirement and quitting your job and having money to pay the bills next month? So are we thinking about the future or are we stressing about the past, about some maybe financial mistakes or regrets that we have? So the more we can question ourselves and ask why and wonder where that feeling is coming from, the better we can be to take small steps and ask ourselves, what is it I need to do right now? What is the one thing that I can control and the one thing that I can put into action and start to put into place? Now, when it comes to making more money, obviously I run my own business. So for anybody who's listening to this, who is freelance, self-employed or runs their own business, we probably uh, come across that it feels like we have more autonomy over making more money. Because in my instance, if I want to make more money in business, I can go and do some outreach. I can launch products. I can launch services. I get to control what I'm putting out into the world and what I'm trying to call in in regards to making more money. Now, if you are working a nine to five, you don't just go to your boss, hey, do you mind if I have an extra hundred pounds this month? Um, That would be nice if we could do that, wouldn't it? But as we know, we can't. However, you still have agency outside of that nine to five. You can still find ways to bring in more money, whether that means getting a side hustle and making a bit of money on the side or turning a hobby into a hustle, or whether that just means selling some stuff or whatever that is, there is more in your control outside of the nine to five mentality. And it's just about tapping into that. And again, I don't want to feed into this culture of like every single hobby we have has to be a moneymaker or we have to make money even outside of our business, outside of our jobs, especially when we need time to relax and do leisurely activities. But having the mindset of, well, I work in a nine to five and I can't call any more money in, so I just need to lump it, is not going to get you anywhere. If you're not happy with your income and what you're working with right now, you've got to ask yourself, what are the things that I need to do to start to bring in more money? Do I need to get a new job? Do I need to um, find get a pay rise? Do I need to you know get a side hustle? But bringing it back in context to the one tool that you can do to calm yourself in the moment when you feel stressed is saying to yourself, okay, even if they are the big goals, what's the one step I could take? If it was that you want to get a pay rise, okay, in my head, I can just start compiling a list of um, how I'm going to approach the pay rise. If it's you want to get a new job, okay, maybe I could find one way to upskill. Tomorrow, I'm going to watch one YouTube to upskill myself. Maybe it's that you want to get a side, uh, you want to sell some stuff. Okay, tomorrow, I'm going to go through my wardrobe. I'm going to pick out a couple of bits that I don't really wear and I'm going to list them on Vinted. And that is the difference between overwhelming yourself with the thought of the bigger picture and then tapping into what is it I can control in this moment right now so that I can actually take some actionable steps towards making a change. Now, simply just going through these steps of calming yourself down and figuring out what is the one thing that I can do to um, support or what is the one thing I can control right now is going to make you feel so much more in control of yourself and of the situation. And it's going to help alleviate some of that stress, which is what we want to do. Now, for me, half the time when I'm stressing about money, I am either catastrophizing about the future worrying I'm going to lose all my money in the business or I'm not going to make any more, going to get any more clients or all of my work is just going to dry up. Or 
it is a warranted stress in regards to there actually is something wrong that I need to sort out. But the best way to sort that is by looking at what's going on and coming at it from a calm perspective, coming at it from a level-headed, relaxed, calm perspective. When we are stressed, when we are in fight off, fight or flight, when we are, our nervous systems are deregulated, we are going to make choices and decisions that maybe aren't the best for us or aren't aligned with our future vision, our goals, our values. We end up making like these scrappy, impulsive decisions that we think feel right in the moment, but actually aren't going to help us. They aren't going to move the needle and they're actually just going to make us feel worse. So it's kind of that approach to like taking a step back, calming yourself down and asking yourself what you can control. And you can apply that to both your business finances and all your personal and also your personal finances. And when you do that and you start to think, okay, what is it I need to do? You kind of activate that, you know, a part in your subconscious brain that, that that goes off, goes having a little think, and it starts coming up with options. Now, I read this book called Deep Work by Cal Newport. It was an amazing book, and it spoke about the power of when your subconscious brain goes to work. So there was a study where they took two different groups of people and they asked them to solve a puzzle, and I think this, it might be slightly off, but essentially what they did was one group were allowed to just sit and work on the puzzle and like try and figure it out. And one of the groups were allowed to look at the puzzle, have all the same information. And then they were allowed to go off Uh, I think they were allowed to do like leisurely activities. I think they were like walked around campus and they did some like light exercise and like chatted with friends. And then they were allowed to come back to the exercise. And what they found, and they did this study in a few different ways, they found that when you present your brain with all the pieces of information that it needs, but then you stop consciously, actively thinking about the problem and you go off, you do something else and you let your brain, your subconscious brain go to work, it pieces parts of the puzzle together without you even realizing. It's like doing it under the hood. It's doing it without you realizing. Your subconscious is off to work. You're not consciously thinking about it. And that is why we have our best ideas in the shower or when we're taking a walk or when we're doing something really fucking random where we're not consciously thinking. Now, humans have this issue where we always seem to think that all of our solutions to our problems come from our conscious brain, our logic brain. But actually, that's not always the case. Sometimes we got to let the subconscious brain go to work and let our, um, you know, internal, like, I don't know, I was about to say like, yeah, like systems figure shit out for us without us having to consciously think about it. And that's the same when you have money problems. Sometimes you've got to present your brain with this, with all of the pieces of information. So maybe you need to go back through your spending. Maybe you need to look at your budget. Maybe you need to see what's coming up for the month or you need to, um, yeah, have a look at all the different things that you're spending money on. You present yourself with the information and then you take a step back. You figured out, you've asked yourself, what is it I can control right now? You've started to have a little think and then you take a step back. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you go do something you really enjoy like cooking or knitting or whatever that is. And then you let your subconscious brain go to work and then you come back to it an hour later, five hours the next day with a fresh mind. And I guarantee you there'll be some ideas and thoughts and a sense of clarity that you've been able to gain from taking that time from a calm place. So... To round up, that is essentially how I like to calm myself when I feel stressed about money. And it's a tool that you can use. The great thing about it is it's quick, it's easy, and it's free. Who doesn't want that? I Sometimes when we get stressed out about money, it's not even about the money half the time. 
It's about how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our lives, how we feel just in general. It's so much of it is connected to our mood and our energy and also the belief system that we have about money and the way that it works in the world. So really starting to get in touch with that is going to be really, really important, which is why I am so passionate about the money mindset work, because that will have a massive impact. Like a lot of my clients, when I work with them and we're working on the money mindset stuff and they start to um, rewire their subconscious and rewrite their money beliefs to support them instead of hold them back. One of the things they say is they say that they feel less stressed. I feel less stressed about money, even though nothing has changed. You know, they might not be making any more or necessarily... um, you know, managing their money much different. But just by working on the money mindset stuff, it literally helps them start to feel less stressed. But then when you bolster it up with the practical, when you actually start um, managing it in a way that feels good and finding ways to save more and invest more and enjoy spending the stress itself is just not as present. Now, for me, I can say I used to be stressed about money all the time. And if you listen to my story, you know, I have saved over £40,000. I've invested £15,000. You'd think, oh my God, like she should never be stressed. But I was more stressed before about money than I am now, even though I still have my moments. But because I've worked so much on my money mindset and my own money beliefs, it makes such a difference. And like, no one's superhuman. Like no one is going to never feel stressed about it. I mean, maybe, maybe, but you know what I mean? Like on a whole, but that underlying feeling of stress that you might feel all the time, you can actually start to eradicate that with clarity, awareness, changing your money story and your money beliefs, and really just tapping into regulating your nervous system, calming yourself down and working out what you can control in the now. So I hope that you found that episode useful and that you can have that in your back pocket as a tool at any point that you feel stressed. Thank you for tuning into this episode and I will speak to you guys next week. Mwah.